This is an RSN Racing and Sport production. This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orba. Hello everyone. Yes, welcome to the Saturday Night Harness uh, Preview to look at the night event card at Melton this Saturday night, the 23rd of September. Rob Orber joins me and, and thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club, they're wonderful supporters of our Saturday Night Harness Preview show. Um, how's your week been, Rob? Yeah, that has been pretty full on. Uh, very uh, hello to you, Dan. Hello to everyone and welcome to our uh, preview show. And again, big thank you to the Victorian Harness Racing Club. Uh, we're certainly uh, in full flight, aren't we, after the Vic Bread finals last week. Um, we're starting to get into uh, some really hot months uh, when it comes to harness racing. And uh, the, the momentum will continue to build uh, over the next uh, few weeks leading up to, uh, of course, the Victoria Cup. And then we'll uh, head towards the Breeders' Crown and uh, into Dominion in Brisbane in December. So there's plenty happening. Yeah, indeed there is. Uh, we've got races that are becoming a lead-up, or they are lead-up races. There's some uh, big races in October, of course, with the, the Victoria Derby and, and also the Victoria Cup and Victoria Oaks. So uh, one of the races on the program at Milton is the long-distance uh, staying race for the uh, for the three-year-olds. Probably would have liked a, a bit more depth in that race, uh, but we've got some quality engaged. Uh, the likes of Queen Elida and a really good Chris Howard Trotters free-for-all. At least we've got some top liners there might be a couple of thousand to one shots in there but uh, we've got the top of the tree and we want to see those marquee horses in action and we've got some of the best mares and tough tilly and and treachery in particular uh, going um, into the tailor-made lombo so uh, a few small fields uh, some of the key races but some really good races at milton no no doubt danny um you know a few of the horses uh, that went through uh the Vic Bread series are, are backing up. Uh, a few will probably be just getting freshened up for, for some of those other races, as you referred to. But again, as you uh, mentioned, you know, great to have Tough Tilly and Treachery going around and Queen Elida backing up uh, against uh, I'm Ready Jet. Looking forward to that clash and the real Sherlock, of course, who um, also has been performing really well. So there's some really nice horses. And as you mentioned, looking forward to the program. Okay, well, let's kick it off with a Mimosa Homes pace at 5.34. And, um, uh, yeah, interesting race. So I want to hear your thoughts here first of all. But uh, I narrowed it down to four key chances here. Um, so uh, take it away. Yeah, look, it's a race where... Uh, look, I, I thought there was a, a little bit of value. There's two horses that I want to play um, here. I, I thought certainly two post-game Gets the draw to put himself in the right position. I mean, this horse has had three runs back from a spell. I thought his first two runs uh, were terrific at Melton when he drew the second row. And then last start, yeah, just things didn't really pan out too well for him according to his racing pattern. Gets off the front row, fourth up here. Um, Cole Marshall driving for Jane Davies. He's got gate speed and he, he can put himself into a nice position here. And I thought each way... Uh, he'll give you a great sight, number two, post-game. My little roughie for the race, I, I thought one stag party didn't have a lot of luck last start, and he, he draws the pegs position and just a, the right run for him to get a soft trip, and he might be a little bit of a blowout chance for those people playing the early quaddies and looking to throw some value into your trifectas and first fours. I, I'd be happy to include him. So two from one, and again, looking for some value here. Obviously, the horses off the back row, uh, the Chancer and, and Lip Reader, 
both come into this with really good hopes as well. And then, of course, you've got the horses off the front row, like Bet on the Tiger and Magic Mike, who should be prominent throughout. So, tricky race. I think there's quite a few chances, but I've gone two on top each way, ahead of one, bit of a roughie there for uh, for our listeners, and uh, numbers uh, nine, Lip Reader, and ten, The Chancer. I'm uh, 2, 9, 10 and 6 uh, post-game. It looks a really good race for him. I can find excuses for his last start. He should have finished a little bit closer, but he should be cherry ripe fitness-wise and he, he gets a gate that he should be able to take advantage of. Race number two, Rob, is the centre state printing three-year-old. This is over the long trip, 27.60, so it's designed to be a lead-up to the derby. Uh, and look, there's a small field. There are three clear chances. Yeah, no doubt. Look, uh, six a real Sherlock, who was terrific uh, at his first Victorian start when winning at Ballarat, and then had to do it uh, a little bit tough, didn't he, uh, at his next run at Melton when uh, finishing third behind Techies watching in the semi-final of the Vic Bread. Uh, he was a late scratching uh, for the final. I think he can uh, bounce back here now, uh, and I think he'll appreciate the distance. He has been over that distance over in uh, New Zealand, but again, he finished unplaced there. But I think he looks the horse to beat here for mine. I think it'll be very hard to beat the real Sherlock. Ahead of number four, Louis Luai, who's been racing very well. Um, he's had plenty of uh, mileage under his legs. He comes into the race uh, fit and well, expecting to run a mighty race. Five final collect, very similar type horse. I think he gives you the impression that the longer distance will uh, will relish, he'll relish that. And then there was a, a distance to number two stars, Destiny. But six, four and five ahead of two. But I thought still the real Sherlock was the horse to beat. Comes off a foot abscess, but he is a quality pacer. He had a gut buster in that semi-final of the Vic Bread. It was a terrific run, wasn't it? But uh, I can see him working his way to the top here. And if he does, I don't think the order's going to change too much at all. So six, four, five, two, exactly like you, Rob, in the second. The tab, Chris Outtrotter's free-for-alls, the third event. Uh, it's a terrific lineup. Queen of Light is just so good. Uh, she was terrific first up. She looked as well as I've ever seen her look, Rob. But uh, this time, Mafasa Metro might be the one that ends up in front. Yeah, look, uh, I can't same numbers as race two, six, four, five, and two, where I've gone six Queen of Light on top. I'm never game enough to tip against her because she's. Uh, just an amazing mare. But, look, she's going to have to earn her win here, obviously the small field. I certainly think for Mafasa Metro looks a real danger here. This horse should be ready to peak. He's had two runs back from a spell. He's got really good gate speed. He should be prominent here, and he, I'm sure John Justice will give Queen Elida something to chase here. Five, I'm ready, Jet. Uh, another quality uh, mare. Uh, third last up behind Queen Elida. Second before that behind Queen Elida. So, again, you know that she's uh, probably just uh, a little bit uh, below Queen Elida a few times that she's met in recent times. Uh, and number two uh, for, for fourth in Loxley Lover. So, six on top. I think four is going to run a mighty race from five and two. Yeah, same. Six, four, five, two have done exactly what you've done. Same numbers races two and three. Race number four, the Lionheart Security Pace. Now, this is over the 1,200 metres, Rob, and um, the emergency's drawn the one, but they're all across the front line here. Um, took me a little while to try to work this out. I'm not sure that I have, so I'm happy to listen to you first. Yeah, I was the same, Danny. I, I sort of sat here and... Uh, 
looked at lots of different scenarios. Probably the scenario that really stood out for mine, there, there was just so much speed here off the front. I mean, Mr. Cheese is a fast beginner, major, major, hit the road, Jack. Diamond Eclipse, you can see them all wanting to go out hard here. And, you know, sometimes uh, it doesn't eventuate. But I'll, I'll, I'm going to back that there will be a lot of speed in the race. It'll be interesting to see how James Herbertson uh, drives steel screens for this race. But I've, I've settled for steel screens. He's a horse that seems to be in really good form at the moment. Uh, he's right, right on top of his game. And I thought he, he'd run very well. From seven, Terry, we know he's a quality horse. Uh, again, we'll need a little bit of luck from uh, from that whitish drawer. Uh, I've put in uh, four major, major, and nine daylight at dawn, who's a horse that should be getting fitter and will be improving with every run. I'm I'm sort of indicating here possibly the swoopers could come to the fore here, and, and that's how I'm seeing it play out. So eight, seven, four, and nine. I, uh, I've put Terry on top, number seven. There's enough speed, 1,200-metre race. Naturally, you'd think there would be, but um, he's worked at the line really well coming from behind as well, uh, and he's in good form, but um, it's a, it's an open race. Seven from eight steel screens, so the thing's going terrific, as you've pointed out, Rob, rightly so. <laughs> Um, he's got a really sharp sprint on him in a small field. Sometimes the way they can condense and concertina coming off the back straight in a race like this, it suits a horse like Steel Screens. So I've tipped 7, 8, 6 and uh, 4. 7, 8, 6 and 4 on the 4th. Race 5, first leg of the quaddy. It's the Allied Express tailor-made Lombo. And it's interesting. I reckon there's a bit of gate speed here, but uh, Tough Tilly um, had a similar gate last start. Treachery went back, Tough Tilly went to the front, dominated, uh, and it could be a similar scenario. But I'm just interested by a few horses with gate speed like Relentless Me, and one that could be a little bit of a surprise is Orchid Stride, who's also a very quick beginner. Yeah, look, uh, I, I, I see it a bit that way, Dan. Um, look, I, I tipped Treachery last time these two mares met, and the race just didn't really turn into be a race, really. Tough Tilly just strolled to the front. They just walked and sprinted home, and Treachery was just giving her too much of a start, and it was just a, a procession. Uh, does Tough Tilly stroll to the front with as much ease this time? Uh, look, you know, you, you'd think not. You'd think she might have to work a bit harder. Treachery was driven very conservative last time they met. We know she's really tough. We know she can get up into the breeze and make a real contest of it, and Look, I'm going to give her one more chance uh, against Tough Tilly here. I, I think the draw's against her slightly, but it might work in her favour. So I, I'm going to stick with Treachery. I'll, I'll stick with her again. Ahead of five, Tough Tilly. Uh, two, uh, which is, of course, Star Celebrity, who um, you know we'll, 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 we know can run some, some, some good times and will be getting home. And one relentless me, who was very good winning two runs ago and then wasn't too far away at Bendigo, but gets a really good draw. So... Six at a little bit of value ahead of five, two, and one. Yeah, look, I'm a bit uh, like you. I'd be suggesting have something on treachery. She could get out to a ridiculous price. Of the uh, the limited markets that are out uh, early, um, she was around the $4 mark, and I think that's that's too good a price for her. But if she goes back, similar scenario to last start, she can't make up that ground on Tough Tilly. But I agree with you. It surprised me on that occasion that she was uh, uh, so far back. Um, I... 
Look, I've tipped tough Tilly thinking it could be a similar scenario, but I'm actually more weary of the horses drawn the inside. Relentless me, Orchid Stride, so what? They might have a really good battle early to try to get to the pegs first ahead of maybe handing up to a tough Tilly. If that's the case, it might generate enough tempo that would suit Treachery a little bit better. Um, but look, I've tipped five from six, but I'd be suggesting the back the six, if that makes sense, Rob. Five, yeah, six, well- four and three. And and I think the other thing to point out too, look, you know, the last time they met, Treachery came off a, a five-week break. She she was runner-up on the 22nd of July, went into that Melton race 26th of August, which, you know, there was five weeks between runs. You know, it might have been, you know, a little bit of a trial in the sense, you know, sat back and just work home, which she did really well. She only got beaten 6.4 metres. She's then gone to, to Maryborough in the Cup over the 2,600 against Rock and Roll Do and got beaten 11 metres. She wasn't beaten that far. And she's sort of third up here, and you almost think she's done enough work here to, to do a bit more work than what she did last time they met. So I think she's a value runner. I'm happy to stick with her again, Dan, no doubt. Treachery. Oh, comes off a staying trip in a in a cup race against you know the horse that's won last year's Victoria Cup and closing on favoritism for this year she pulled hard in the run it might have been the run she needed to have so I think you're making a really good case for her um race six is the Irvin Howard Memorial Trot Imperial Wiz is the scratching here uh, an interesting race um uh Keying Ignite and uh, uh Elder Baron Keeper two of the major chances here Keying Ignite hadn't raced for three odd years or a bit more, Rob. It was extraordinary performance first up. I'm, again, I'm interested in your thoughts of the whole race, but that of Keying Ignite in particular. Yeah, look, uh, again, uh, the two horses that you've mentioned are my top two picks. I, I've gone for 10 Aldebaran Keeper. I've sort of, a little bit like Treachery, I, I've stuck up for her for a few times. She just hasn't delivered a knockout punch for me just yet. Uh, but I, I'm I'm prepared to go with her again here. Uh, Chris Elford to drive. Look, last start, look, it was a, a standing start. She broke after the start and, and put 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 ruined all all her chances. But her, her form before that was second behind one overall. That's really strong form. Second behind Aroha Koei. And I, I don't feel the same depth as in this race for Elder Baron Keeper. And you know, I think, as you said, you know, th- there was very limited markets up, but certainly uh, I think one of the corporates had her around $8, I think, uh, by memory. And, 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 look, she just looked way over the odds for mine. So if if she's at price, she, she's got to be an each-way bet, 10 Elder Baron Keeper. Seven Keying Ignite, who's uh, obviously a highly talented horse. It's had five starts, four wins. It's uh, only defeat came last time round when... Uh, third behind high energy and wasn't that a, a fantastic performance considering it was first up since the 21st of December 2019. Uh, look, this horse here will uh, have only benefited from uh, that run immensely. Paddy Lee and, and the LeVar group, as we know, uh, they do an amazing job with their with their trotters and he's obviously a very special trotter and, and he, he's going to be really hard to beat, no doubt about that. I thought they can fight to finish out, 10 from 7. Six just a bit touchy. He's never too far away. Uh, again, got to respect the mare. She doesn't run too many bad races when she trots all the way. Um, you know, she she comes into this with definitely a chance in the race. And thirteen Jakarta, who's another uh, six-year-old, who's uh, a former former Kiwi now with Andy Gath, been going really consistently and, and expected to be running on really well. So look, ten each way from seven, six, and thirteen for race six.
Now, I've got the same top two. Kiang Ignite, look, they might have to drive cold again. They would have worked really hard, the team, to get this horse back to the racetrack. So they're not going to uh, try to do something out of the ordinary just because they uh, want to go forward. But there's enough gate speed there. I think he might be able to slot in midfield, even if he has to go back to last. They've got a terrific turn of foot. Um, seven, Kiang Ignite. Uh, Elder Baron Keeper's a, a horse that's also coming from the back here. They could easily follow one another up if they're coming with just the one run, Elder Baron Keeper. But she's got the score on the board in her career, hasn't she, Rob? And you've been making a good case for her, and it looks a very suitable race. Um, seven from ten, three and one. Naked Ambition's a chance to lead here. It can be a bit risky, and Ebony's Avenger might just get a really good run on speed and as a top four hope, just a bit touchy the other. Really good chance as well. Race number seven, the Woodland Stud Pace. Um, this is a, it, interesting race. The Barrier Draw certainly evened it up quite a bit here with Better Eclipse drawn eight and Act Now Barrier 11. Yeah, look, the Barrier Draws obviously do even uh, things out. Uh, Act Now, who, of course, uh, was was uh, due to go around in that Maryborough Cup, didn't uh, last week. So second up, it's missed a, a week's preparation from a race perspective. Uh, draws, you know, bit more trickier obviously Barry 11 but we know he's a high quality horse and that Garrard's Garrard's Westburn Grant Free for All the form line's just been phenomenal and the Encipher and Rock and Roll do have come out of that um, you know with the Eureka and of course not only the Eureka but the Maryborough Cup so you've got to think that he's the horse to beat Act now uh, I'm tipping him on top Ahead of eight better Eclipse, who's just uh, such a such a wonderful horse, and and Jess and Greg have done a phenomenal job with him. He's just going to have to manoeuvre himself off that uh, inside second row uh, drawer, but you, you know he'll be able to do that, and he'll be he'll be right in it. Nine Tango Tara, who I feel like will get a good run through from the second row, and I, I certainly think the stable mate. I wouldn't be dismissing him in running a mighty race here, Outlaw Man. I know he's. Uh, He's second up, and it's a bit of a jump in, uh, in in some of the horses that he's been racing against. But I did see him trial before he went to the races, and he did trial very good, and, and he, he drew inside the second row last time. He's back off the front, which sort of indicates to me that he can get himself into a good position, and he just might run a cheeky race at a bit of value, but he's worth following. 11 on top ahead of 8, 9, and 2 for mine. I've come up with one, might seem from left field, but uh, Kengo, number seven, um, it was the run he probably needed first up in the Maryborough Cup. It was a good race. I mean, a very strong race. Comes out of that. Remember, if he's heading towards the Victoria Cup, he's got to be forward enough. But uh, this is a horse that's competed with self-assured and copy that and the top quality New Zealand horses and, and really performed well. He's got a bit of gate speed, Rob, Kengo, and I, and I just wonder if they're confident that they're, 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 they think their horse is fit enough. He could press on towards the lead here. Uh, he's a good horse, and I reckon uh, in the only market that I've seen, um, he's over the odds. Better Eclipse, Act Now, obviously the main dangers. 7, 8, 11, and Tango Tara might be able to push through if it follows Outlaw Man out um, from the back row is uh, another good chance as well. All right, so I'm going for a bit of value here. 7, 8, 11, and 9. Race 8 is the happy 100th Trevor Craddock uh, pace. Um, some major milestone. We've got a pretty good field of boot here too to celebrate uh, that uh, milestone birthday for Trevor Craddock, Rob. Yes, um, happy birthday uh, to 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 Trevor. And uh, while uh, just on that too, uh, Dan, uh, one of our uh, good colleagues, Richard Trembath, he uh, had a bit of a fall recently, and I know uh, 
He's uh, recovering uh, just out of hospital. So we certainly uh, wish Richard all the best too uh, with uh, a speedy recovery. And we're always thinking of him as well. But, uh, you know, happy birthday to, to Trevor. Reaching 100 is uh, just an amazing, uh, amazing achievement. So congratulations. Uh, looking for tips here for this race. Um, really good race, isn't it? Uh, look, nine district attorney. Got a lot of time for this horse, for, for Blake and Ted Caruana. He, he trails out. Uh, from the uh, two off the second row, he second up. A lot didn't go right for him first up. I, I think he'll be a bit more forward in this uh, for this race, and I'm expecting him to run a very good race. Seven wears the goal. Hasn't had a lot of luck, has he, with Barry draws in these type of races. Um, he's been drawing wide for a little while, but we, we know that he he's a highly talented horse. He, he's won 10 from 26. I'm expecting him to run a mighty race. Thought three-lark captain is going... Okay, uh, he had no luck two runs ago. He's back over the 1700 here uh, where he draws the front row. He's got brilliant gate speed and he should be able to position himself uh, handy enough to be a chance. And, and eight captain Belisario, who's just got a bit of an awkward draw from inside the second row. I think it's a very good race. I think there's a lot of chances. It's not a clear cut race, but nine from seven, three and eight for mine. Yeah, it is. It's a tough race. You can make a case for so many. It's worth keeping in mind it is 1,720 metres as well. Uh, Major Collect is a different horse when he's on the pegs, and he'll be on the pegs here. I, I, I don't know if he'll win, but I think he's a really good place bet, Rob, or a good each-way bet, a dollar a win, $4 a place ratio. His peg line form is really good, um, and that's why I'm excusing his last start performance when he probably looked a bit disappointing. Um, plenty of cases you could make here. Major collected odds, number one. Uh, five, Whiskey Cavalier was terrific last time. Uh, nine, District Attorney. Eight, Belisar Captain Belisario. One, five, nine, eight. Plenty of chances. Race number nine, the renowned Silverware two-year-old pace. Smoke and Ace is unbeaten in four starts. Will go around as a short price favourite. Are you in his corner? Yeah, look, he's uh, he's a very advanced two-year-old, and I feel like he's, uh, you know, probably... Uh, Maybe a bit more advanced than some of the ones that he's uh, racing against. He comes off a little break. He's been freshened up, but Cole Marshall normally has these, uh, you know, his, his horse is pretty tuned up, as we've seen with his horse with his four starts to date. He's heading towards Breeders' Crown. So I'm expecting him to be hard to beat. So I, I tip seven, Smoke and Ace, um, one of the better bets of the night. But again, short enough. Six, Sky City. Uh, did things wrong first up, uh, couldn't really get into it, but then was good, narrowly winning at, at Cranbourne last start. He can sort of keep improving, I feel. Uh, number eight, Remy Lou, the filly, uh, showed some really good early form uh, in her career, and she just might be trying to work back into some form here, and I think she can run a much better race. Seven from six and eight, and then I've put in number one, City Rockstar from the pole position. But I do like the seven. I, I think he's clearly the horse to beat here, Smoking Ace. Yeah, I'm 7, 1, 8 and 3 in the last event. OK, as we get to the best bets, thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club, Rob. Yeah, look, some values for the night. Look, I, I certainly thought race one, number two, post-game, uh, gets his chance uh, each way. Uh, I'm going to have a little saver, maybe the place on one stag party and put him in the first fours. I think he's going to be huge odds, and I, I think he'll get a really soft trip. I, I don't mind the way he's going. I think he's an improving type again, getting back to some form. So two and one, I think, in that first race certainly presents some uh, some value. I certainly thought... Uh, 
in race number five. I thought six treachery. I'm going to stick with her again. Uh, I think she can run a, a really, really good race uh, on uh, Saturday night. And uh, I thought race six, number 10, Elder Baron Keeper, looked over the odds. I thought that, uh, if, the, if the $8 remains on offer, I think it's certainly worth an each-way bet at uh, at that value, but I thought the best was in the last smoking ace, but he'll be short, the two-year-old, and he does look very hard to beat race nine, number seven. Yeah, a night where there's a few short price favourites where you could probably take in and all up, but uh, I thought race one, number two, post-game, uh, suspecting that he might be the each-way price and a good way to start off the night. Race one, number two, each-way. My long shot is race seven, number seven, Kengo, and uh, and again at odds, race uh, eight, number one, Major Collective. It's around the 20 to one or so, it, it might be a good play for a place. Uh, looking forward to joining you on Trots Vision tomorrow night, Rob. The uh, first of nine at Melton will be at 5.34. Yeah, looking forward to it, Dan. It'll be a very good night, and uh, we'll keep uh, following these horses as they start to head towards their next uh, main targets, as you said, with the uh, Oaks and Derby and, of course, the Victoria Cup coming up, and a lot of those horses will be previewed on uh, Saturday night at Melton. So happy harnessing, everyone. A big thank you to the Victorian Harness Racing Club. They've got their special on $69 for their social club membership to get into the club lounge between now and February. So great chance to uh, make the most of that, and uh, you can purchase that uh, social club membership online from the VHRC uh, website and uh, we look forward to catching up with you at Melton tomorrow night, Dan. It will be a great night at Melton. Good partying, everyone.